Welcome back to Local News Live. We are now going to bring you an interview by Dr. Todd Belt. He is an expert who really specializes in the presidency, campaigns, and elections. And he is going to talk to us about the political implications of what is happening with the Mar-a-Lago investigation. So we are going to get you over to this conversation. Right. Well, the national security implications can be pretty steep. Uh, there's a reason why these documents were classified as being top secret and being very important documents for uh, national security. Even though we've had some uh, very, very heavy redactions to the documents, uh, there is worry that the names of sources and the methods of collecting data uh, might get out to some of our adversaries. And so that is certainly of concern. Another part of this conversation, Dr. Belt, is I, it was reported that 184 classified documents were found at his home. And I know, you know, obviously there are a lot of national security issues. One thing that um, I think we all want to know, could this lead to charges for former President Trump? Right. Well, there have been several people who have been brought up on charges under the Espionage Act. Remember that the Espionage Act only requires that you possess these documents, not that you've actually done anything with them, or even if you had uh, obtained them in a way that was illegal. It's just mere possession that can lead to charges. However, uh, this is a very politically fraught issue for uh, Attorney General Garland. He has to make sure that he looks like he's treating everyone fairly and that this is not some sort of witch hunt in order to uh, oppress the former president, which, of course, the former president will say, as will the former president's uh, supporters. So I would say that uh, the likelihood that, that charges are brought might be, uh, might be there, but uh, the fact that I don't think that we'll see the president go to prison because I think that's just a, a bridge too far for, for any judge to put somebody like that in prison. What do you think... Um, is the opinion of Trump supporters related to this recent search? Well, they've been believing just about everything he said. We've seen uh, that a number of the high-level supporters in the Republican Party uh, were a little quiet to begin, and then they came out and they were very defensive. They defended him very strongly. And then they were a bit quiet again, and they've been a little bit quiet as uh, the, uh, the rollout of the, the affidavit has happened. Uh, but, uh, of course, you know, the people that really matter are the voters, and the uh, voters have really been sort of backing Trump. If you look at the polls, a lot of his uh, approval ratings have been going up in a number of different polls. And the number of people who say that their vote in November will be best based upon their opinion of President Trump has gone up, both on the Democratic side and the Republican side. And just to make sure I'm understanding what you're saying, you're saying that more Democrats are supporting former President Trump now than before? Oh, no, let, let me clarify that. Uh, Donald Trump has become the central focus of uh, this election again, with Republicans rallying to his side and Democrats being more in opposition, meaning that the other issues that are very important in this election uh, will have less of an impact. So what do you think... Um, just this particular search and this investigation, um, what is it going to be its impact, do you think, on his ability 
ability to persuade voters. And the reason why I'm saying this, Dr. Belt, is because there were a number of primary co candidates that were endorsed by former President Trump that won. So with that in mind, do you think that's going to have a better impact or perhaps not as much effect as it has in the past? Well, I think that uh, this certainly does put Donald Trump at the center of everything again. Uh, for a while, people were starting to look at Ron DeSantis as a real credible uh, 2024 Republican presidential candidate. And as people started talking more about him, uh, Trump was getting very angry. And uh, then this happened, and now Trump is back at the center of everything again, back where he wants to be. He likes to be the bride at every wedding and the corpse at every funeral. And so when President Trump is at the center of things, it's almost like he can't get beat because people know that if they come out against him, which is what you have to do in a primary campaign, you have to campaign against somebody, then you risk losing all of those Trump supporters. And they're very energetic and very likely to vote. And so that makes it less likely for others to challenge President Trump. I'd also say that uh, President Trump knows that his announcement will create a lot of energy and enthusiasm as well. And it looks like he's sort of been timing that to when he needs it. He doesn't need it right now because he's at the center of everything with this investigation in Florida. We know that the January 6th uh, hearings will come up again in September, uh, but his timing of that could also help him uh, offset some of the competitors because there's nobody who can energize the Republican Party the way that Donald Trump can, and there's nobody who can fundraise like Donald Trump can. So with that in mind, I'm really curious as to when do you think, like, when do you think he would come out with such an announcement? Because I know that we've been waiting um, a little while and it's always been kind of an ongoing conversation. Mm -hmm. Is it too early? Traditionally, people don't announce their intent to run until after the midterm elections. But Donald Trump is not traditional in any way, shape or form. Remember that he started his reelection committee right after he was inaugurated in 2017. So he's not the typical politician and he won't follow the particular rules. I think that Donald Trump will make his announcement whenever he sees that the media is not paying attention to him in order to get them to pay attention again. So more so than any president that we've seen more recently, there has been a lot of information that's been shared with the public about investigations, both related to the January 6th riot and also this Mar-a-Lago search affidavit that was mm -hmm. recently released. Why do you think it's so hard for people to feel compelled, people being his supporters, to feel compelled that what is being presented is credible? Right. Well, uh, there are also actually two other investigations. There's a total of four investigations going on against the president right now. There's also the Georgia-Florida interference and the uh, financial uh, issues in New York State, in addition to January 6th and Mar-a-Lago. Uh, but Donald Trump said it himself when he was campaigning in 2016. I could kill somebody on on uh, Fifth Avenue and I could not lose a single vote. He knows that his followers are very, very committed to him. And if he says these documents were planted, or if he says uh, there was nothing wrong with me having these documents, they will believe him uh, and they will go to the mat uh, believing uh, their president. So for, for Democrats that are, you know, really trying to poise themselves to win, 
what would what do you think they would have to do or what would be their best strategy um, to win over Trump supporters? Uh, I don't think that the Democrats are going to win any Trump supporters. Now, the Trump supporters have been very powerful during the primary elections uh, when the voter turnout is lower and you have the more energized segment of the party voting. Uh, And so then you have a lot of Trump voters in those Republican primaries. In the general election, you will have those voters again, but they will be outnumbered by Democrats and independents. So it's really the independents that Democrats have to convince. They have to convince them that the economy is getting better, that inflation is under control, and that crime is not as much of a problem or is getting better. Uh, The Republicans wanted to campaign on inflation and crime. As I mentioned, inflation is getting better. And it's hard to compete on crime when you have the leader of your party under investigation in four separate cases. So that's going to be difficult. The Democrats also have to say, look, we're doing something for you. We got the uh, the Inflation uh, Act passed. We got infrastructure passed. Look at all these new projects that are coming along. Send us back and we'll do more to make your life better. So is it too soon to project um, who you think are going to be, just based on what you know right now about the political tapestry, is it too early to say who you think is going to be front runners um, for president? <laughs> well, let me say this. Uh, front runner for president in 2024, it is very, very early. But generally, if you have a sitting president, then they are the odds-on favorite to win their nomination, usually Nobody goes up against them. Occasionally someone does. But uh, if Donald Trump wants the nomination, it's really his to lose. Uh, He can uh, generate much more interest, more enthusiasm, and much more uh, uh, political contributions if he wants to run. If Trump's in, in the election, a lot of Republicans will just not even run because they know that the likelihood is he will get the Republican nomination. Uh, On the Democratic side, we'll have to see what Joe Biden does. But I will say this. If Joe Biden is planning on not running in 2024, he's not going to let us know until probably very, very late 2023. And the reason for that is presidents don't want to tell Congress and everyone else that they're not going to run uh, because they'll lose members of their administration and people in Congress will not compromise with them the way that they normally would. Do you think the recent, you know, I know we're talking about Biden a little bit right now. Do you think that just the recent announcement about the cancellation of student loans for some borrowers, do you Mm -hmm. think that was a help if he decided to run for re-election in 2024? Right. There were two major issues that young voters, Generation Z voters, who gave Joe Biden the presidency are really concerned about, and those are the environment, and the student loan issue. Now, they got something on both of those. Not as much as they wanted, but they got something. And so Joe Biden has to be able to say, send more Democrats back and you'll get more things like that. And Gen Z is really the one that uh, can be very influential. Of course, there is a potential backlash here. There are a lot of people who believe that these people don't particularly deserve to have their loans forgiven. I have to pay my bills. Why should they have to pay theirs? Why shouldn't they have to pay theirs? And uh, that can be um, politically uh, impactful as well. But uh, I think there's a lot more Gen Zers who could be activated by this than people who would be resentful 
on this issue. And there are other issues that are also incredibly important in this election, including the abortion issue. And we've seen a lot of new voters getting registered because of that. Uh, so that could really help Democrats as well. And just as we close, what's next in this Mar-a-Lago search? Like, what are what can we expect going forward, and what are we expecting to hear? Well, uh, at this point, I expect the next thing we would hear uh, is a lot more complaints from the former president uh, on a daily basis. But now that the affidavit has been put forth, uh, as well as the receipts for the materials and the warrant itself, uh, the next stage is whether or not the Justice Department wants to pursue charges against the former president. And that's uh, what we'll be waiting to hear. And if they did pursue charges, how long, like, what would that timeline look like? I don't know what the attorney general's timeline is on this. Uh, I do know that the attorney general wants to at least make it look like he's not interfering with this or any other election. You have been a wealth of insight, Dr. Belt. Is there anything else that you want to share with us just related to this situation with Mar-a-Lago um, mm-hmm. and Trump's well, yeah. potential well, I think, uh, campaign run? It's been very interesting in the fact that this has actually been a benefit to Donald Trump, uh, at least in the short run. Uh, we'll have to see how this plays out. But whenever Donald Trump uh, becomes the issue again, then people rally behind him. For quite a while, they were getting very tired of of him talking about the 2020 election, and uh, a lot of Republicans were really ready to move on. But now he gets to play the victim again, and he loves doing that, and uh, he gets to point his fingers at everybody else and be in the spotlight, and there's nothing he likes more. Great insight. So thank you so much, Dr. Belt, for your time today. We really... And that was an interview with Dr. Todd Belt of George Washington University. He is an award-winning political science expert um, and really has a lot of books that he has authored in the area of the presidency, public opinion, and also campaigns and elections.